Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast has a guest speaker. His name is William Waffles. You know him, you love him, and he's here. Hey, William. How are you? Hey, doing good. How are we doing today? I'm doing great. I understand that you have something that you would like to explain to the listeners. I do. It's a contest that's going on. What? What kind of contest? Well, it's a contest that involves costumes and yourself. So essentially, what you're going to want to do is go go dig through your your photo albums. I don't know if many of our listeners know what those are. Hopefully they do. Those are old. Mm -hmm. Um, Or or flip through your phone, find a picture of you wearing a costume, and uh, send it to uh, naturalhabitat at gmail.com. That's not what you send it to. That is not where you send it to? No, you send it to... NaturalHabitatPodcast at gmail.com. Oh, see? There's a whole podcast in there. I didn't even fucking realize. There is. That's all right. We're going to edit it out. So here. Now there is. Just give it to him again. Where do they want to send it to? You want to send it to NaturalHabitatPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And let me get this right. Uh, This could be a picture from 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 any any time right yeah it could it, it could be a picture of you as a baby uh-huh. it could be a picture of you as a, as a little one uh-huh. as a knee high as an adult somehow you can get a picture from the future of you wearing a costume would be about that too oh all right damn it i okay. was just gonna say that so uh and and then i assume it could also be this year's costume as well say if you just got something you're excited about it bada boom yeah, go, go throw your costume on. Take a picture of yourself. Send mm-hmm. it in. And uh, how long is this contest going to be running? I didn't tell you, but it's going to be running until... Uh, <laughs> you, you didn't. <laughs> no, it's going to be uh, all the way until Devil's Night. Ah. Okay. Ah. So how long okay. is this contest going to be running? I believe the contest shall be running until the Eve of Hollows. Oh, Old Hollows Eve, huh? Yes, sir. And then, uh, when will the winners be announced? It's going to be like, uh, like in the beginning of November. Probably in the beginning of November, as long as we can get around to it. Nice, dope. Well, we're looking forward to it. I think that it's going to be dope. I can't wait to see some of these costumes out here. Uh, I know. And- I'm, I'm excited. I'm hoping I'm seeing like a whole mirage- menagerie of things mm-hmm. and tits and dicks out gets you extra points unless you have both then you dicks. lose dicks out for harambe <laughs> uh so yeah there's gonna be all kinds of dope prizes we're giving away a sass tray from uh, meister high end we're giving away an elementium lighter we're giving away pipes bubblers uh a whole stash bag some t-shirts all kinds of shit feline ampler mm-hmm so uh so that's dope man thanks for uh thanks for coming and letting the people know we appreciate that anytime brother Mm -hmm. all right let's play this theme song we know the people love it the natural habitat podcast the natural habitat podcast All right. You ready? Um, no. Do you want to take another dab before we do this? No. You ready?
We could probably take a dab during, right? Maybe. At some point. We'll figure it out. I'm already I'm already pretty high. I've been waiting all day for those dabs. And then I got them. And then now, I, I wouldn't say I took too many. But I took some. <laughs> Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Booyah. My name is Tuxum. Today is a special day. We have a guest here with us today. Who is that? His name is Symptom. What? He is a uh, a producer from Canada. And he hopped on a plane this morning. Oh. Flew to Los Angeles. Took a bus to San Diego. Put himself up in a, in a Radisson Inn. Ho- hooked up to their Wi-Fi. Um, it kind of was like dropping, going in and out. So he went down to the lobby. Made sure that the Wi-Fi password was correct. It was. He asked if he could get a booster up in his room. They said that was an extra $10 charge. He said it's fine. Get the booster up in his room. The guy that brought it was kind of weird. He was like looking around and shit. Asked if he could use the bathroom, which is like, there's bathrooms everywhere. Why you got to use my bathroom? That's what symptoms said. And then he hit us up and let us know that he was ready. Called us on Skype. And now we're going to interview him. That's a lot of shit. It's pretty much how it went, right? Did I miss anything? No, I think you got it. Okay, I'm glad. Uh, so before we get into that, I was going to come out the gate and just tell everybody out there to go do acid, but I changed my mind. I think that, I think that everybody has their own path in life. You should do what you're comfortable with and you know, everybody has their own set of experiences. That's what makes life great is that you get your own path. So whether you want to do it or you don't want to do it, that's fine. It's whatever. But a couple months ago, there was some research that was done with LSD, there hasn't been any research since way back in the day. Remember that old black and white LSD video? Have you ever seen that? I don't know. <clears throat> dude, we're going to have to do a fucking NHP commentary on that because that's gold. They take some uh, dude. There's a lot. There's a lot yeah. of them. There was one dude that was like a painter. He was an artist and a painter from San Francisco, I think. They brought him in, had him like paint and answer all these questions and do all these exercises and then gave him some acid in water and had him paint again and it was like totally abstract and all crazy had him answer all these questions and kind of like uh studied the brains like lsd's effect on the brain well studies like that haven't been done forever because it's just been demonized but a recent study took place where they got a bunch of volunteers to come in do lsd and do a bunch of brain scans with all of the machinery and shit that we have now that's way more advanced than our black and white cameras of the old times. So they did brain scans and found out that when you're on LSD, different parts of your brain communicate with each other that don't normally communicate with each other. And they related it to childhood innocence, that when you're a child and you see something, you use your whole brain to process what you're seeing. But then when you turn into an adult, something happens in your brain. You get accustomed to seeing all these different things. And then you only use your visual cortex when you see shit. But when you're on acid, you use your whole brain again. And it lets you like kind of look at things in a different light. And, you know, it's not like a limitless pill or anything. It doesn't let you use your whole brain, but it accesses different parts of your brain. Yeah. So like you don't have the power of your whole brain, but your whole brain is on. 
Yeah, it's like unknowingly to you, your whole brain is on and, you know, electricity's running through it and shit's doing things and sparking. So, yeah. it's, uh, that's some revolutionary shit, you know what I mean? Because that shit's going to be the beginning of a lot of testing. So, I myself am an advocate for LSD, but like I said, whatever you want to do, that's fine. If I were to give my opinion, I'd say do LSD. But, you know, some people... Well, supposedly, there's, they're like... Wanting to pres- prescribe MDMA for um, depression and shit, also. Yeah, so, it was. Like, uh... There's so many things besides LSD that they should be trying and testing. You know, they should be. They should be for first and foremost. They should be testing weed, cannabis, in every form. You know, because it's the most abundant and the easiest accessible. You know, it's like there's no there's no um, reason to not be doing it, but. They're not doing any illegal drugs. They're not testing medical benefits for any of them because ones that already have passed have patents like for cocaine or like, you know, the type of like um, numbing things that they've already taken from it and like little things, you know, so like, I don't know, it clogs it up for everybody else. And then, of course, they don't want illegal drugs to work for anything because then drugs couldn't be illegal anymore. Yeah. So it's like, and then all it, the, it's a trap. It's just, a, it's all a trap. Yeah. All the legal alternatives would be obsolete. You wouldn't have to take your mood stabilizers and your antidepressants and shit anymore. No, they would be an option instead of a, uh, the only thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I don't know. People can only go with what they can afford. You know, when you had to pay thousands of dollars for prescription pills, you're just going to go to the streets and get some other shit that's going to do the same shit, you know? And, I mean, it only makes sense. Yep. So, let's do these studies, guys. Nicely yeah. done to right. you people over at... Where were you? This place that did this study was... God damn it, are you serious? <laughs> it doesn't Good say job. it anywhere? Uh, it's Imperial College London. And well, it was David Nutt, <laughs> uh, professor of neuropsychopharmacology. Did you see the thing that I shared about Li-Fi? Uh, I like saw it, but I didn't really, I, I like saw that you had posted it, but I didn't click on it. Explain. Yeah, you need to you need to check it out. Yeah. So it's the next thing that we're gonna get that is gonna. It's like it gives you a hundred times the speed, so it takes it from megabits to gigabits per second. Damn. Yeah, and and it's by light. So like you you. It's a special type of light bulb that still works as like a regular light bulb, but transmits fucking internet or, or whatever, messages, whatever, through light. Because light is like obviously faster than any type of like metal connection or anything else, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, they're using that light-borne capabilities as like a wave, like how light travels in a wave, you know, and using that to transmit their information to whatever the receiver is, like your phone or like whatever you're you're accessing it with. Holy shit, that's crazy. Yeah, right. And then they showed like um, 
he had his fucking iPad hooked up with it, and then would like hold his hand over it, and the shit would freeze, and then let go, and then it would work again all fast, like everything's all good. So it really was the light that was doing it. He was like proving it right there in front of you. Yeah, it's pretty sick, man. I mean, like it's only it's only common sense, though. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like for for this shit to not be practical in use already is fucking retarded. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and, and when people don't recognize that shit, that's why these places get away with this for so long. You know, it's because people are not looking to see like what the possibilities are. People are not asking the right questions or not demanding the right things. So like, we're always left behind struggling over like, you know, you know, it's so weird, right? Yeah. It's so weird. People are just uninvolved. Nobody cares enough. It's so weird. Yeah, and people, if they just think a little bit, someone, I mean, someone thought about that and figured it out and made it happen. And like you said, it's common sense, like that you could use something and attach something to the light waves. So think about this. Let's say we attach those bulbs to every street lamp in America. And And it gives us free internet and everything and fucking lights up the fucking streets. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, like, it, and they can work at a low level. Like, they work at such a low frequency that you can t- dim the light to where your eyes won't even see the light on. Yeah, and it'll still be transmitted during the day. So, like, well, if it was a street light, then you'd have to be outside under the light of the street light. You couldn't just be like in your house if his hand obscured it. You know what I mean? Well, that's just like a version. Yeah. You know, obviously, you would have it in your house too. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, all basically what I'm saying is like anywhere where you even need a light bulb, this shit could be transmittable. Like, you could fucking put them in your headlights in your car. You could put them everywhere. Anywhere where there's a light, dude, you can have fucking yeah, Wi Fi. In, in office buildings, blazing. you could put them all fucking up on, like, in the tiles with all the fluorescent lights, and then all the computers that are in the office have internet. Yeah, you know, everything. You feed all like all fucking fifty computers that are in there. So crazy, right? That's crazy. And I'm gonna take it full circle and say that I'm gonna give it probably fifty fifty chance that the guy that made that took acid at one point in his life. Cause, you know, look at Steve Jobs and at the uh, Google offices, it was encouraged for people that were working on production teams to microdose. Like for years and years. They'd just be like, just, you know, do a little bit of acid and see what happens I, to your I'm brain. I'm pretty sure they didn't tell all their employees to just do acid because then they would never have gotten anything done. Maybe like a select few designers and shit yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like like design, like some little team of designers. They they would probably upon themselves. Yeah. And it they're, wasn't it, it wasn't really demonized by the company if they found out. They weren't like, hey, get out of here. They're not saying Jimmy and Joseph over here in the motherfucking <laughs> product room where they're actually building the hardware and shit to like, drop acid before they couldn't work because they'll be building some weird shit that they didn't even work in. Yeah, that's true. You know? <laughs> I don't know. But either way, that light guy was probably on acid. Yeah, for sure. We'll get him I, a, we'll, at one at one point for sure, you mm-hmm. know. And I mean I don't know. It it hurts. You know, it hurts when you fucking find out about technology like that. It like stings. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, ouch, this is some bullshit. Why why do we not have this? What is your fucking excuse? You know, like, I want to know. Who's in charge of this shit? Who's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who's running internets around here? I want the upgrade today. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? 
I'll, I'll screw the light bulb in myself. Yeah, I don't care about your fucking fiber optics anymore. You know what I'm saying? Fuck your shit. Yeah. <laughs> I want the real shit. It's know? all about Li-Fi. Yeah, give me that stamped brick. And hopefully, fucking... hopefully by next week, well, the whole studio will be running on Li-Fi. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna send a word out to the developers and have them, you know, uh, sponsor the show, give us a trial thing, so we could uh, see how it works. Shit. We'll run the whole episode on Li-Fi. It'd probably be like a fucking amazing. Yeah, and whether they do it or not, I'll probably pretend they did. Uh, are you ready to get into this interview? Oh yeah, we got symptom waiting on the line. He's just he can listen, he can hear us, but we can't hear him. So he just has heard us rambling on about Li-Fi and acid the whole time. I hope he's still here. We'll find out. All right, let's go. Let's see. Let's go and see. <laughs> All right, we have symptom live on the line via high tech uh, government satellites. And uh, what, can you hear me, my friend? Yes, I can. Thank you. Okay for taking the time out of your day and joining us on the show. We really appreciate it. For sure. For sure, man. Yeah, got me. You got me. <laughs> so coming, uh, coming all the way from where? Canada, Ontario, baby. Woo! <laughs> oh, shit. Got that pride as well. Hell yeah. That's dope, man. We Canada, actually. Hey. Eh? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Just got to throw it in there. <laughs> <laughs> we actually we actually have a surprising amount of listeners in Canada, so you have uh awesome. you got a lot of locals tuning Shout in, hopefully. Uh so awesome. so for, for people who are unfamiliar with you, you actually have a collaboration that you just did with our uh our friend here, Joey, called yep, Fire Black, Emoji. Yeah, man, yeah. It's doing really well right now. It's I'd like to give a shout out, a quick shout out to all the YouTube channels supporting the song and everything like that, especially Brutal Bass getting those views in. It's almost at like, I think 50,000 views yeah. in like just a few days. It's crazy. So big shout out to all the YouTube channels and everyone supporting it on SoundCloud as well. Yeah, that's sense. dope, man. Congratulations. And it wouldn't get it wouldn't get that Thank support you. if it wasn't a good track. You know what I mean? So for sure, for sure. People know good music when they hear it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, how long you, you're a, you're a young, a young cat, right? You're like 20 years old. Yeah. 20 years old, man. 20 years young. <laughs> how, how long That's have you good. been doing this? When did you, uh, when did you start tinkering around? Uh, like about four years ago, probably. Yeah. About four years ago. Uh, I just got into dubstep. I, I looked up on YouTube actually, and I seen this, like, uh, I was playing battlefield three at the time. And I was like, well, I, I love the theme song to it. Where can I find this at? So I was searching on YouTube. I heard like this dubstep remix of it. It was kind of shit. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I heard that. And I was like, damn, I kind of want to know more about this genre and stuff. Uh -huh. And from there, and from there, I just learned about Skrillex, what he was doing very early stages before like Bangarang and everything. So yeah, it was crazy. pretty crazy. And uh, after that, I started like, Okay, I want to. I want to do this. I want to DJ. I want to make music. You know, they go hand in hand. And uh, so I did. Did my research. I found the program that works for me, uh, which is Magix. So I use the 2013 Premium Edition. Mm -hmm. And from yeah, from there, I just keep kept doing that. And eventually, Trap hit the scene. So once Trap hit the scene, I was like, okay, I gotta make this shit. This shit's hard. Like yeah. I don't know. I listened. 
I listened to Hoochie at first. Uh, big shout out to him. And he really influenced me to start, uh, you know, taking music seriously. You know what I mean? Working really hard at it, getting my name out there, and, you know, just doing shit, man. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, it's really dope to recognize, like, that that's what you want to do at such a young age, you know? I wish, uh, I wish I would have been smart enough to take it serious when I was young. Yeah. For sure. I, I just, I don't like working a regular job, you know? I want to be creative. We're only on this earth for one life, and you got to be creative with it. you got to express yourself as much as possible and not slave away from a, for a company, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it's, it's not good. I, I agree. I think that, um, you know, not everybody is going to see that. Not everybody uh, is smart enough to understand how little time we actually have. Yeah, you know, my, my phone was ringing. Sorry, <laughs> that's all right. Don't worry about it. It happens. Yeah. It's, Anyways, it, though, shout out to you for fucking taking a chance at a young age to do it because a lot of people are. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize really that until they're in their twenties, like late twenties, early thirties. They're like, "Oh shit, I'm wasting my life away. I should probably yeah. do something I enjoy instead of something that yeah. I don't." Yeah, because at least this right. way, later on, you're not gonna look back and think, "Man, I wish I would have done that." Yeah. And we, 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 we talk about it a lot that, you know, life is, life is for living. It's for experiencing shit. We actually just did an episode recently about simulation theory. And the whole point of it at the end was whether we're in a simulation or not, enjoy it. You know what I mean? Try to, there's all kinds of shit that you could go and see and experience. And 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 you only got one. So, I mean, to not use it wisely is, yeah, is, is right. The answers in itself, you know, I mean, and, uh, sure. It's dope that uh that you jumped into this and you've been making a lot of very f- quick progression in just four years. You know, you uh your name's all over the place. You have this track uh that I heard last night called "Make 'Em High," that has over yeah. two two and a half million plays on YouTube. Yeah, I'd like to speak on that for a little bit. <laughs> I, like, I hear all these artists' interviews and saying like, "Oh, I I didn't expect the views. I don't know how." The track got there and stuff and i never believed them but then but then i experienced it for myself i was like oh shit how did this track get all these views i was like <laughs> mind blown because i wanted it to be a big track and <laughs> sure enough it did and it was crazy and uh yeah i just don't know how it got all these views I, I just i would love to find the source you know what <laughs> i mean sometimes everything just kind of the stars align and everything works out yeah, it's That's weird. The best way to put it. Yeah, it's weird. It's like you put a lot of effort into something, and and then when it doesn't have the outcome you want, you kind of get a little bit like deterred, and you know, it kind of like yeah. Y- yeah, but then when something like that happens, you're just like, wow, what the fuck, you know, <laughs> like out of nowhere, here exactly. we go. Exactly. Yeah, like and, it's and the- that's the fickle thing about like fans. You know, you'll never know what somebody likes or like what they're gonna like. You know, what you like, you like because of, like, so many reasons, right? Like, you like something because the amount of work you put into it, the amount of time you put into it, how much fucking detail or fucking whatever you did to it or whatever, you know, how it's like. So you you have this expectation of, like, how you want it to be and how you want people to recognize it, but people don't listen to music for that shit. People listen to music because they like the way it sounds. People listen to music yeah. because they like the way it feels and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, they don't give two shits 
about the process and sometimes we forget that as artists you know and we put all this pressure on ourselves and want like these big releases and and forget sometimes it sometimes it's just about the music you know and you just fucking let it be and it's it's like a crazy i don't know it's a, it's a hard it's a hard thing to remember as an it's artist that's balance. for sure yeah it's a hard balance you gotta like you gotta make it enjoyable for everybody but you also gotta do like you also got to put a lot of work into it that you feel like, you know, you did something with the record and stuff, but you got to make, you, you got to make the record complex. You know what I mean? But you got to make it enjoyable. That's, it's a hard balance to make for people because yeah. a lot of people just like, I don't know, in, in the genre of EDM and stuff like that, people just want to listen to some, some bangers. You know what I mean? They just want to go out with their friends. They just want to, you know, chill and, shit like that and it's hard to make some like very um i would say uh uh smart thought-provoking music for that kind of person you know what i mean yeah yeah well that's every single genre yeah yeah for sure it's really not edm like maybe that's like, because that's what we listen to most or whatever but no, yeah it's, it's, true. It's, it's every single genre yeah it is because yeah, uh, especially yeah i'm new i'm new in the in like the edm and trap world but i've been like a hip-hop head my whole life and i uh anytime that i would try to like write something that was thought-provoking and when i tried to get across a point i always lost everybody like 99 percent of the time unless they were also an artist and then they were like oh yeah that's dope yeah. that's pretty cool but everybody else was just I like, could, yeah, I don't care about that story. <laughs> I yeah. just want to hear, I just want to hear a cool hook. I, I just, I, I've always like tried to write my own songs, and like, I was thinking about singing at uh, one point, and I was like, you know, I could sing. You know, anybody can sing, <laughs> but uh, you really <laughs> it, it, don't do it, kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but. Uh, for real though, like I tried uh, writing at one point. I was like, this shit doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's not easy, man. You know, it, it is tough. And I give a big shout out to all the, like, the songwriters and singers out there and, you know, rappers and stuff like that. They put a lot of time and, and work into their craft. And like, it's, it's really hard to like, once you hear your voice over a record, it's really hard to like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, man. you can't you can't Listen take yourself, yourself. Yeah, you can't take yourself out of it. Like I'm sure that you have the same yeah. problem when you when you produce a beat and then someone raps on it. You can't listen to it as an outsider. It's impossible for you to hear it with fresh ears because you're yeah, there's always so, there's true. there's so many common misconceptions about like oh because it seems easy that it's easily done. Motherfuckers <laughs> could not do what we do. I I dare you to like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if you think you're good enough, do it. Put it on a record, put it out there for people to judge you, and let's see what they say. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that's <laughs> right? that's when you're most vulnerable. You know, like I, like when yeah. you when you make a piece of art like that and you put it out there, the whole world judges you. You know, so yeah, so if, how much you put into your craft really is ultimately what you're getting judged on. You know, if you fucking half-ass everything, people are gonna be able to tell. You know, but as far as I like, agree, as far as like when it, especially rap, dude, rap is the biggest genre on planet earth and every everybody everybody who enjoys the art thinks they can do it too yeah and, and that's, that's like that's the yeah. most attractive thing about it is like because it seems so easy 
everybody talks, everybody writes, everybody reads, everybody can fucking think that they could form some lyrics or whatever. So everybody assumes that it's going to be easy. People don't see like the time it actually takes or to be a producer as well, you know? So it's like, as, um, write a song. Yeah. Anybody can write a bad song. Yeah. Anybody yeah, can make a bad it. beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Write a song. Well, no, well, I mean, until well, you do, you really can't judge, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, so, uh, it's it, like what you were saying right there. Uh, you know, when I'm making a, a piece of music and stuff like that, people don't know the, you know, emotions behind it. People don't know the situation behind the song. People don't know those kind of things. They just think maybe, you know, oh, he's just pushed. <laughs> people have this common misconception about producers and stuff saying like, oh, you make music on a laptop where you do press a button and the song's already made. No, no. I'm tired of hearing that. I'm tired of yeah and yeah then, I'm and shooting. then and then people say oh you're a dj so do you make music at <laughs> it no djs and producers are totally different things a producer like oversees the operation and does that kind of shit and you know like and then djs just play the music you know it's it's really people really got to think and do their research and stuff like that if you're a fan of music you know, mm -hmm. if you don't really give a shit about music, don't bother. Who cares? You know what I mean? But uh, if you're a fan of music and stuff, do your research and, you know, learn a thing or two. It's on the internet. It's here for everybody. Right? Yeah, yeah. And that's the, that was my point, too, is really nobody does give a shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they don't. <laughs> people just, like, want to hear shit. They don't, you know, m people that are not super fans like us, they don't have time for it. You know, yeah. they don't they don't allocate time out of their day to fucking fan out about shit they don't because they, like they just, you know they are different they got different lives they got they're um, busy watching husband and wives and children and, and fucking families and they they work nine to five jobs and they got fucking pets and all these things and you know they have everyday um responsibilities that motherfuckers like us don't have you know what i mean like <laughs> like yeah. we nerd out on shit because we're super fans about <laughs> shit we, we we chose to like allow this to take up part of our life and we sacrificed other yeah. things for these you know and so like people will never understand that yeah. they're never gonna I think that you know. I think that a lot of people will never understand but I do think that there's a big chunk of people out there that are like hardcore heads that do love the music that appreciate it that know the culture that know the future know the past know all the yeah. stories so yeah. you know those are the people that keep it alive. And I yeah. think those are the people that we do it for. You know what I mean? So we're not we're not forgetting all of you out there that have the love for the artists because there are people. You know, I see them. Yeah. I've seen them. Shout out to all those people, man. Shout mm -hmm. out to all those people. Yeah, there's a little bit of everybody. It's a, it's a it's a it's a rare breed. It's a rare breed. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. Uh, nowadays, for sure, because um, it's like you said. You know, people can't tell the difference between a DJ and a producer. Um, people yeah. can't, people can't tell the difference between an acapella and a freestyle. People can't tell the difference between a fucking yeah. you know somebody who writes their own lyrics and somebody who doesn't. People can't tell the difference between a corporate artist and an independent artist nowadays because the corporate artists are copying everything that independent artists do, but they have everybody else paying for it. You know, and it's like it, there's so many levels to the shit. I think that's like also kind of like a turn off. For people, because people don't want to play politics, they just want to enjoy what they like and not have to yeah. be judged for it. Um, 
there I, I I there's this like hidden layer now I, I find. So a lot of people think they're listening to independent artists like these days, but in reality, that artist is probably signed to a major label and they're just hiding the fact that they are. There's a lot of artists like that now and and the labels really just say to the artists, Hey, we don't want you know, we want you we want people to think you're independent, so they'll be more likely to listen to you and stuff. There's a lot of like hidden artists like that. That's some shady I, shit. I feel like Well yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and and that's part of industry, you know, that's always gonna be there. I mean when when it becomes a business, it becomes shady, no matter what. You know, no matter yeah. what, no matter what level, because like business is cutthroat. That's why it's business. It's not a fucking. Nobody's there to make friends. You know, you're there to make money. So yeah. I I understand it, but at the same time, it's like when when independent artists and labels start to turn that way, they don't even realize that they're becoming everything that was wrong with the industry Very before. True, yeah. They're, they're stepping in a, in a whole new ball game, you know what I mean? They're stepping in a whole new field. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, um, wanna, I wanted to talk, to talk about something that we got into a little bit before we started recording. There's a, there's a passion that you have that uh, goes beyond music, goes beyond uh, video games, which you mentioned before, and that is thrift store shopping. Is that correct? I love thrifting. I love thrifting, man. Okay. I love it. So do I, but I haven't been in forever. I stopped for some reason because, like, I stopped finding good shit where I lived. But I found oh, some yeah. great it's, things at thrift stores. It's definitely a problem, like, in a small area, especially, like, mine. Uh -huh. Like, I have to go, like, I have to drive, like, an hour or half an hour to get to, you know, somewhere to look for shit and stuff. But uh, it's all about the hunt. It's all about the hunt. So what started this for you? Did you find, like, one dope thing in a thrift store on accident when you were just kind of walking around? Or... Was it someone that you used to do it with in your family? Where did this come about? Don't, don't say Macklemore. I'm going to get into this thrift store. <laughs> if you heard a Macklemore song and you started thrift store shopping, I have not, I'm not going to judge you, all right? I'm going to put that out right now. It, it, it actually wasn't Macklemore. I didn't even think about that. Okay, but, good, because uh, I was going to no, judge you. Me, <laughs> me, uh, actually, uh, I, I, I was watching these videos on YouTube. I, I watch a lot of YouTube videos in my spare time and stuff. And this guy, uh, Paul Cantu, uh, you know, the thrift god, and he just, I don't know, he, he made it look so cool. Like he always finding like Nike, Adidas, Tommy Hilfiger, Polo Ralph and a lot of more like designer things that I, I, I really want to acquire in my life. You yeah. know what I mean? The finer things in life. And he was finding these things for the, for the cheap. And I was like, well, fuck, man, I can do this. <laughs> so, like, I wanted to go to my local thrift stores and see what they have. And sure enough, they do. Like, you never know what people, like, donate and stuff. I find Bathing Ape. I find uh, fucking Polo Ralph Lauren, like I said. I find, like, Calvin Klein, Tommy Hilfiger. Uh it's just crazy. It's just nuts where you can find a thrift store. And what yeah, was uh, yeah. what was the shirt that you just got recently? Uh, this is a. Uh, I'm wearing it right now, actually. The uh, Givenchy, Givenchy uh, um, uh, polo. So yeah, I got this one. It's like a six hundred or five hundred dollar polo, and I got it actually. I think for like two dollars. It's crazy. <laughs> and that's so and, dope. Uh, one time. One time, my friend actually bought uh, 
and you, you bought a bathing ape jacket. Actually, you can probably see it right behind me. But uh, yeah, he bought the bathing ape jacket that's right behind me. And he's like, oh, shit, I got this like uh, bathing ape jacket. And he's like, I, I don't really know. I don't really rock it. It's kind of big for me. How, how much do you want for it? And I paid him $60 cash. I was like, I need it right now. <laughs> nice. So I had... I, I didn't have enough money for a ride home, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was, it, it was got worth a, it. You got a dope I got ass my, jacket. I got the, I got the babe jacket and that's, uh, that's what matters. <laughs> hey, so Me and my, um, a lot of kids out here listening need to take initiative, you know? I mean, uh, symptoms see something that he likes and he says, I could do that. And then he goes and does that shit, yeah. you know? Yeah. And and if more people applied that shit, and they, he, they it, would realize like how easy stuff really is. You know, you just have to apply yourself. That's really like that's it. You know, anybody who says anything about success will say the exact same thing. But say, you know, you have to just do it. You have to do it. You have to try it and just do it because every time you don't, you fail. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean like every time you don't try you fail every time you try you might fail too but one time you might make it you know whatever so it's like you just you never know until you do it you know you just have to do it i agree yep and he did it at one percent of the cost so yeah yeah and that's what's up you For know sure. you know what's funny is um my girl does that a lot she thrifts out here but she does consignment stores that only sell like um designer shit and she gets, yeah, yeah. she, she finds like crazy shit out here. She got a fucking $4,000 bag for, um, 300 bucks. And she got like, she's got like, like, you know, like four Louis Vuitton bags and she's got like all these things. She finds fucking so much shit. She finds like, Anyways, I'm just saying, like, she finds a lot of shit out here, and she makes money doing it. And I think that, you know, it's it's really a smart thing because a lot of the shit she'll never go buy brand new. You know, I wouldn't either. You probably wouldn't either. You know, like, it's really like exactly. I can never see myself spending any type of money on some shit like that. I I just can't do it. But two dollars. But yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, you, exactly. Yeah, so you go find that you go do it smart and find a deal. I mean. Out here is kind of different. Out here is like, um, you know, Beverly Hills, fucking <laughs> all these places that where, you know, rich people just throw shit away all day and like write it off on their taxes, you know? And it's so, crazy. Yeah. So out here, it's like the potential it, for that shit is pretty, pretty gnarly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me and, uh, me and my, uh, my good friend Bryson always like go thrifting. We never know what we're going to find. And he, he, he collects a lot of like sports shit, you know what I mean? You, you never know what kind of jerseys yeah. you might find too. Like old yeah. school vintage, uh, Throwbacks. sports memorabilia shit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nuts. And, uh, you know, it's just a really good like hobby and stuff. And sometimes I resell some of the items that I get because I say, Hey, you know, my friend might like this. So I sell it to him like, <laughs> like I'll find a $50 like adidas shirt you know what i mean and i'll sell it to my friend for like you know 10 bucks you know it's a great deal and it helps people out like that don't have the money for those those like kinds of things you know people don't want to spend 50 dollars on a t-shirt they want to you know if i'm gonna hook them up with the same thing for like way cheaper they want to do that hell yeah i mean and and then and then everybody's looking fly your whole crew looks good and everybody's (laughs) everybody's just getting their dick sucked all the time (laughs) Thrift store popping, baby. Thrift store popping. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, bro, 
it's crazy. But the only thing I can't find in thrift stores are good shoes. Like, I got to go to stores for shoes. Yeah. I can never find there. People beat them up uh, before yeah. they donate them. Yeah, ex- exactly. And my shoes yeah. are toast right now, and I'm still wearing them. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a sneakerhead too, but I only have like I have like twenty something pairs. It's not that much, but uh, you know, I almost got a pair for every day of the month. So it's pretty <laughs> nice. You're getting <laughs> it's that. Pretty good. You're getting that oh, nice. for sure. Yeah. So yeah. what else is on symptoms? Yeah. list of things to do yeah you've done uh you've done a lot in the past four years so let's say in the next year like if we were to have you back in one year what kind of things would you like to tell us that you've been up to what are your plans to dominate 2017 Ooh, ooh. Uh, well first off i would love to collaborate with more artists i've been uh i have been collaborating with artists you know such as blackstone here and uh dubsky King Peanuts, you know, give a shout out to them, and, uh, you know, Black Trash, but, yeah, just doing more collaborations with other artists, like hip-hop, uh, EDM, it doesn't matter, you know what I mean, just making music with people that also make music too, you know what I mean, it's all about combining your style with their style, and making something unique and interesting for people to listen to. Um, definitely, you know, definitely. other, You know, other things would be like, probably upgrading my studio you know what i mean just upgrading my equipment to make better music you know what i mean you don't need any fancy equipment to make music all you need is a laptop but uh you know whatever helps you know what i mean yeah it's always and, good uh, it's always good to add on yeah, yeah. it's an just, investment in yourself for sure and yeah that's a very very good that's a very good point like i i would just love to inspire other kids you know out there it's saying like you can do this all you need is you know a laptop all you need is a guitar you know get go out there do something with your with yourself because you're only on this earth like i said for you know one life and i think with that life you should really uh you know express yourself to the fullest and be creative and have fun that's most importantly don't take life too seriously have some fun with it you know do do things that you you have something in your mind saying like okay I want okay this is probably a bad example but say you go to an amusement park or something you want to go on that roller coaster but you you're you're definitely afraid of that roller coaster you don't want to go on that roller coaster but you know you gotta you gotta motivate yourself and say you know what I mean I'm not gonna die by this <laughs> you know and if I do die I'll have I'll die having I'll die having fun but yeah just ride that fucking roller coaster just you know what i mean i think that's a lot of uh hope that motivates a lot of people hopefully people would get that <laughs> Fuck yeah that's yeah, a, yeah that's that's great advice coming from from a 20 year old man you know what i mean like you most people don't get that shit so you've been lucky enough to have like positive motivational people around you and i think it really shows in you know the way you live your life and the music that you create you know what i mean so amen a bitch yeah. to that those are some good good uh good life lessons for the kids out there and i'm gonna smoke to it yep yeah i mean like i think uh a lot of people are standing on the sidelines worrying about what everybody else is doing instead of just doing shit themselves you know um the internet has changed a lot of things people are living through other people now (laughs) instead of just doing shit and you're right you know i mean like if there's something you want to do you need to go after it and go do it I feel like 
most people live for the weekends and that's the wrong way to do it they just you know they work their nine to five jobs and stuff like that and you know, that's that's fine you know what i mean do what you got to do but then there's they don't have any hobbies that's all they do they go to their job they come home they watch tv and then go to bed and then on the weekend you know they they release all that kind of stress out the at the club at the bar you know and i think a lot of people need to really uh <clears throat> value their time and do do other things with it you know yeah you know work that nine to five job but after that you know don't go to don't go to sleep like go, go do, work another nine to five job but <laughs> uh, make it <laughs> yeah like uh. life is too short to sleep like a full eight hours you yeah. know what I mean? or go <laughs> or go I mean? for a hike or something go out and see nature experience the world Na yep. nature too yeah definitely go for like you know go for a boat ride with your friend your friend's got a boat go 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 fishing go fishing i i, I think that's a good thing too there's and, literally you know, millions of things out in the world to yeah, go experience camping. and people people just lock themselves in a box. Yeah. And it's sad. Well, I, I I guess I sort of lock myself in my bedroom producing all the time, but that's excusable. <laughs> yeah. As as long as you're doing something that's gonna go into the outside world, then it's fine. You can lock yourself in your box all you want. Yeah, we do podcasting sure. every day. Yeah, we're all in our own <laughs> respective boxes right now. You see this? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like my Mm -hmm. I like my box too. It's good. I, I, I like it. It's a, it's a nice box. <laughs> yeah. Mine has everything um, I need. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. But, well, uh, uh, well, we really appreciate you uh, joining us. And I think that uh, this was good for people that listen to your music and didn't really have uh, a lot of like personal stuff to go by, you know, especially for producers. You don't have a lot of uh, a lot of time to get your expressions out there in word form yeah most yeah, definitely since i'm not a rapper you know i mean since i'm not a singer or a rapper you mm -hmm. know people don't know uh you know the real me you yeah. know what i mean they don't Even know how i they don't know how i talk they don't know what i sound like they don't know you know things like that they don't know that, that you wear dope fun. expensive shirts that you get for hella cheap i didn't know that <laughs> Now I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I wear what I like. You know, I wear what I like. It's not about, I, I'd say, you know, it's not all about the brands, though. At the end of the day, you wear what you like, and you just got to rock what you think is dope. I, I like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, have your own style. For sure, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Symptoms style is sick, apparently. <sighs> Thanks. Thank you, bro. Sorry Thank for you. I burned right into my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks again for joining us, and we will. Thank uh, you. We will have you back in a year and see what's going on. For sure, for sure. I had I had a great time with you guys. Talk to you later. All right, All right. peace. Thanks, bro. All right, peace. Nice. Nice. That was nice. Nice. That was mad nice. Uh, I I need to go. I need to go thrift store shopping now. I know. It's all I can think about is the deals. Yep. So many deals. Open, 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 open. Remember that commercial? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. You don't remember? Uh-uh. It was like fucking JCPenney's or something, and the crazy mom would like go up to the door and sit there and be like, open, open, open. Open, open. Wait for the sales, man. Wait and then the door, door would open at 8 o'clock in the morning, and then she'd run in. Yep. Nice. I do not remember that. Was it Christy Alley that did it? Wasn't she like the face of JCPenney for a while? I don't know, but I hope not. Why would I know that? 
Oh no, that's some strange facts. Yeah, there's a strange fact from Mikey Booyah. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of those. Uh huh. So uh, <coughs> either way, whether that fact was you know relevant to this show or not, um, Symptom is a dope dude. Makes some dope shit. Uh, we'll have a link to all of his music as well as the new track that you and him just did. Word. Fire emoji. That's what it's called, right? Yep. That's Self-ex- it. Self-explanatory. I always want to call it flame emoticon, but... Hey, it's that too, if you I'm, want it to be. I'm living in the past, I guess. You remember yeah. when emojis were emoticons? Well, yeah. I what? think it depends on like what you use, PC or Mac or whatever, too. Emoticons was when you used to like type it out, like you know, colon. God, we're a fucking million years old. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind, guys. Yeah. That's it. Have a good day. We love you. Natural habitat recordings.